It's June 27th, 2021, and welcome to episode 61 of the Babe Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Sad credit card noises. And Maggie. Um, nom 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 nom. <laughs> For those uh, not in the know, um, Maggie's also eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got to fill my tummy somehow. <laughs> yes. So, yes, uh, uh, we have various things that we can talk about. Um, so the main thing that happened was the, uh, what, what did they call it? The international premiere stream of the Budokan shows. Worldwide. Uh, yes. Yes. So we will talk about that. Um, there's a couple of other things we can talk about. Uh, and we also got an announcement, uh, finally, of the last edition of the 10 Baby Metal Years, whatever it is, album, I guess. It's uh, kind of stunning in some ways, but um, anyway. <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> some some yen kind of ways. Yeah, I figured that's yeah. what you meant. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess basically the, the main thing we will talk about is just the stuff that surrounded the streams. So there were, the, Wow Wow played a, uh, like the second installment of their their 10 baby metal years celebration thing uh mm-hmm. called legend uh, they played that first that was it was an hour and 15 minutes that's pretty long uh and then after that we had the stream the official stream from baby metal the budokan shows so many things overlapped between the two it, it sounds like i am the only one among us that that watched the wow one so maybe i'll i'll talk a little bit about it but um maybe i'll skip the okay. things that are in common uh and we can talk about that uh yeah later. good idea that sounds so, good uh, what what Wawa did last time we talked about this, I think um, they had uh, an intro, which they which was um, sort of selections from night two of this. There were ten of these shows, and uh, so we got uh, you know certain parts of that those shows. The stream that just happened, stream, the stream two, uh, was I think it was uh, what was it uh, night? I, I looked this up. Night four. Um, it, so these were at least primarily they were from night four. It was they were shows from February twenty twenty one, uh, so that could have only been night three to six. And the gong at the end uh, looked like the night four gong. So, um, but essentially it was just the show. Um, so there was a there was an intro, and uh, they opened it up with in the name of and the, the set list that you would expect basically from the from night th- nights three and four. Uh, so it was not, even though some of these songs are in common with what they showed before, it's still, you know, it's a different, it's a different rendition of them. It's on a different night. So, uh, for one thing, you know, when they did, um, oh yeah, it was, it was Road of Resistance where Sue didn't make it (laughs) back to the center, Mm -hmm. uh, the first night she made it back this time. So, um, and we could also see that, uh, we talked about this before, I think that, that, um, they have these flags in Road of Resistance and, at a certain, you know, at a certain point there, you're using them as props, but then they, they sort of like toss them into the moat that's kind of around the, the stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, ex- Sue was very, uh, uh, very, she, she sort of like, you know, harpooned it. Um, and <laughs> aggressively seems like, seems like, you know, she did it again this time too. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's two staff members down. Yeah. I was looking for it, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, different. Okay. So, so syncopation, they played syncopation. That one, that's, um different i think mm-hmm. um yeah 
three and four is actually where they played from dusk, dusk till dawn, but that did not make it into the Wow Wow broadcast. Yeah, so, of course you're gonna have to pay for that one. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that there's a, there's a much more specifically to say about this uh, that we won't cover when we talk about the li- the stream, the live ship stream. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it was good. I I my feeling was seeing them both that the live ship stream was better uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're if you're choosing only to see one, <laughs> that was the one to see. Yes. Yeah, in terms of what made it better. Yeah. Well, well I think uh, mostly, I guess I was looking kind of at like the shot choices, you know, the camera work and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, I I was more, I was impressed with the Wow Wow one and I was more blown away with the, the live stream one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the, I, I keep saying live stream. It wasn't actually, of course, a live stream. <laughs> it was a stream that we all saw at the same time. But, right. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's the one that they did on the stream was actually the last one. That was actually night 10. So they had all of their, you know, they they were able to kind of like improve throughout the shows and we got the best one Mm -hmm. on the stream. So that probably contributed. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. So maybe that's probably enough about the, the wow wow one. Um, there Mm -hmm. was, they, so they, they basically, they played that. Um, and then there was uh, like a 15 minute break after the wow wow, uh, thing ended before the the stream started uh and mm-hmm. so we can talk a little bit about that I, the stream was on uh live ship it was mm-hmm. it was the company um and on the side they had a little chat box and there was a a tab in there <laughs> that had a, like a merch tab uh-huh. yep Does yeah. anyone want to talk about the the merch that we had special stream uh, only merch the, the crate yeah the big old honking box <laughs> bit of a loot, the loot crate uh-huh. yeah a loot crate essentially yeah i mean it looks really cool and it's really nice i mean it's really big or at least i think it looks yeah, really you, you, big it's not that big oh really um, it isn't all that big uh-huh. but it but it is um somebody did test this out with so first of all it's relatively easy to identify that crate and buy one that does not say baby metal on it. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, it's the it's brand just, you mean. Yeah. So yeah. people have done that and uh, you can actually see that the, those, the one boxes mm-hmm. fit perfectly in there. I mean, oh, really? Like, like it is, it is the right, it is the right shape for the, or the it right the size crate. for that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. you are, however, paying a 4,000 yen paint tax. <laughs> It's about double the cost of the standard gray crate you can get on Amazon. Yeah. But it's quite possible it's double the coolness, too. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, and honestly, uh, someone posted a picture of it in in, in the chat, and it actually does look really, really cool. It's the gold and black motif that's been used for the 10 years and stuff. And I I mean, like I said, it looks really cool if and probably I don't know about the whole worth it thing but like i guess if you do literally get every single the one collector's edition that comes out which i know there are people that do it might be worth it but like for me i wouldn't do it only because i only get like the stuff from the shows that i've actually been to which is not many but so i like to just have them displayed in general (laughs) but i mean for those that do, I mean, if, if you're needing just a place to put them and have a really neat, like, 
footrest <laughs> that says baby metal on it, then be like, hey, would you like to watch a movie? And I've got plenty of choices of baby metal here. Let's pick it up and let's go. <laughs> yeah. Pick your favorite version of Gimme Chocolate. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, and, and actually it also folds down. Uh, so it becomes quite, mm-hmm. quite uh, small. Uh, stored, not, stored, yeah. to be stored. Yeah. So if you want to store mm-hmm. your crate in a bigger crate of baby metal stuff that you put in your closet. <laughs> yeah, I think I might I might have been tempted, except for the fact that it, it's big and I'd have to ship it. I mean, even if it's folded small, it's still kind of big. So yes. Anyway, it was kind of it was kind of funny. That was the only the only merch thing in the tab. <laughs> well, not necessarily true. So we talked about those stickers. Yeah, yeah. That you could send. Those were in fact paid stickers. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't actually look into that myself because I basically hid the chat so I could watch the thing. But um, wasn't it just for the chat though? Yeah, exactly. It so, is just for the chat. Mm. So, so what what did yeah. did you learn about the stickers? Well, so they're actually just like line stickers, or if you're familiar with Twitch, like sending bits on Twitch, you pay mm-hmm. five hundred yen and you get to send whatever sticker you just paid five hundred yen to slap into the chat. I see. It's just a way to monetize the chat. Or flex. <laughs> one way or the other. One or, or the flex other. Yeah, that you bought a sticker. Essentially. And with this fastest, like, those chats go, sometimes it's almost kind of pointless. But, I mean, to each your own, whatever. That's yeah. just my opinion, obviously. But Like yeah. a super chat on YouTube mm-hmm. Live. Like, this isn't an abnormal thing. Tons of live platforms have some sort of way to monetize chat. Right. right. No, I've um, seen those before. Yeah. Like yeah. YouTube. Sometimes when they're doing their live stream stuff, they have those things too. But meh. yeah, I think we, we postulated that they might be free to use in chat. We, we were incorrect. Yep. Mm. We in the sense of Kevin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then I guess well, we can probably just talk about the, the stream itself. Um, yes, let's talk about the stream. So <laughs> I, I, I definitely would like to talk a little bit about the Koba's intro. You know, so this we had the same kind of mm-hmm. thing that we had like at Tokyo Dome uh, where the, the screen in the center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, there's candles. It actually looked the beginning of it looked a fair amount like the Tokyo Dome intro. But but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so Koba showed up and, uh, you know, spouted a bit of lore about dystopia. Uh, what did it say? Mm-hmm. The the year 2020 turned into a state of dystopia. Dystopia robbed us of our metal screams or our, or our voices and forbade us to <laughs> right. sing. But so the it's not. I wonder to what extent this will be obvious. It'll probably be obvious for a few years yet. But um, essentially, the way these shows worked were you weren't you weren't actually allowed to shout. You know, I mean, like you, you right. couldn't technically you couldn't, yell, yeah. you couldn't sing. You weren't along. supposed to. Right. So what they were what what they what Kobo was doing essentially was was working out with the audience like how you can express your um how you how you can express yourself without using your voice. And right. so so he uh, he pointed out, you know, he said, you know, the south audience you you will clap. And then he demoed clapping. <laughs> <laughs> and then the north audience will stomp and then he demoed stomping. And that was actually very hilarious. <laughs> the little the little bones yeah. guy. Yeah, it was. It was cute. <laughs> uh, and then the um, and then he had a the audience do a head banging wave in a clockwise direction, which was right, mm-hmm. which was also demoed. That was cute. That was it worked pretty well. We you know we saw the oh, audience yeah. do it. 
Well, so. the thing was, is that around the whole entire the screen, it was actually going in a wave as well. Right. So you were basically just following along with the little bones guy on the screen, too, because it was going up and down at the same time you were supposed to. It was right. kind of cool. And they lit the, they, they had lights sort of following the audience around, too. Mm-hmm. So it would, uh, I think I think that was probably pretty effective. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the, everyone was still chanting "baby metal." <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no. So that's the no, thing. Well, that's Actually, all piped in. That that was that was fake. Um, that was yeah. That's all piped in. Was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. See, oh, if you watch okay. if you if you watch like um you know football soccer games uh, uh-huh. uh earlier on in this sort of you know like when when they started but when there was no audience they would they would do the same kind of thing they would sort of pipe in fake audience sounds yep <laughs> uh, mostly, oh. i think it was just for the tv i don't think it was actually even in it the was stadium. just for the tv but, oh that um, oh, that kind of blows me away i guess i <laughs> i thought it was real i don't know maybe that's why it made it seem so muffled sometimes i guess <laughs> yeah that, I mean, it might explain a thing so they heard it i think they heard it there but it was it, but it was over the speakers uh, mm-hmm. right 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 yeah because you weren't supposed to cheer yell do anything like that Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah so so i thought it is it is interesting because it's not it is still all kind of lore coded mm-hmm. you know in a way but um but you know they still sort of managed to work this out like okay this is how we're going to do it mm-hmm. um and then at the end there was a, a little thing you know some strict guidelines uh you have to wear both a mask and a savior mask uh and mm-hmm. when it's over you have to follow the directions, return to your homes immediately to rave about tonight's performance. And then he did yeah. demoed typing. <laughs> online. Online. Oh, that was so cute. His little like you rave about it online. His little fingers like came up and just just I can't I can't <laughs> mouthfully talk, but the fingers just moving really quickly like you're on a keep like keyboard warrior. It was cute. I found it adorable. Yeah. They were trending on Twitter. Uh-huh. True, they were excellent. So I guess mission accomplished there. I, I know I yeah. was tagging everything when I was watching it. So <laughs> the, nothing they have done since their inception has convinced me that I'm wrong. That they're just a, like a comedian group. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So that was that was basically the Cobra intro, and then and then the there was a an actual sort of like intro lore video that started the whole thing off. You know that um, basically talked about. Metal Resistance final episode ten, and um, more more stuff about dystopia. Um, I think the intro video was actually a little bit different in the Wow Wow. Um, it was certainly shot differently, but I think um, I think it was actually the content was a little bit uh, different because they they um, the intro video kind of fed right into the opener, and the opener was different between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyone want to talk about the the opening thing? We talked we talked a bit about it when we first discovered what it what they had done. Are you talking about baby metal death or? Yeah. <laughs> if that's not the opener on the next album, I will cry. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> that was the coolest thing I have seen from them. To be blatantly honest, I I mean, albeit um, if you uh, have uh, what is that called? Se- seizures. Epilepsy? Yeah, an epilepsy risk, yeah. Epilepsy. So if you have epilepsy, please do not watch the beginning of this video. Uh, (laughs) Because, oh my gosh. Because basically, like, the beginning of the video, it's a, it's a, like, 
two second montage of like every version of baby metal death that they've done with the drums beating in behind it and it stops and then it goes right back into it again but you see like the 10 year stars on the the three 10 year stars around the around the the track essentially with the girls on them and they all have their savior masks on and then it just goes right into the new baby metal death which is just it's just if you haven't heard it just we'll we'll talk about it later but take a moment to find a way to listen to it because it is just it's just awesome like <laughs> it's it's i don't know like it's it's cool like i'm ready for it i'm ready for it to be used a lot more <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just really cool. So then, like, so in the middle of it, which I think, I think that portion, I think it was like a, like a minute and something. It wasn't, it's not a very long intro. It's not very long at all. Um, but there was a point where the girls had their eyes closed and they were just doing their thing. And then they all open them up at the same time. And then it has the baby metal logo in red. Was it, I think it was in red on the middle of the screen. Which, if you guys aren't familiar with how the the stage has been set up, there's the outer there's the outer walk, then there's the inner walk, but then the inner walk actually has like two a, a tier that goes up, and then the middle screen that's been hanging from the ceiling actually came down to meet the stage, uh, which was utilized a lot through the show too. Um, and so basically, it was attached together like a cake. Essentially, it's the best tiered cake. It's kind of best way to describe it. And then mm-hmm. it had like the baby metal logo around it uh, while it was like flashing and stuff. And it was just, oh, it's just so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so neat. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it is interesting that, um, like, so we talked a little bit about it when we, when we first, like when the show happened, um, because we mm-hmm. heard, we heard a little bit of th- this, this intro has been used. I think it was used on four shows. I think um, it was used in four and five, if I'm not mistaken. One, two, three, four. Uh, no, five and six. Excuse me. It was me. in. It was in five and six and nine yeah. and ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they call it uh, on in on on the Amuse site. Uh, this is actually referred to as Baby Metal Death Shin version. It was it was very effective that that you know the sort of super staccato drums of Baby Metal Death, but then much more dramatic silence when they cut out than usual you know so mm-hmm. it was it was all it was yes. all very sort of robotic mm-hmm. and metallic and in fact actually it led very. off with a uh you know this like baby metal death growl except it was it was totally dalekized if that means anything to anyone you know it, it just sounded like a dalek saying baby metal death and then oh, it started oh, a dalek oh dalek yeah. Yeah. like doctor who dalek exactly yeah okay i get that reference i totally get it okay yeah. we, we're good <laughs> um but yeah it was so so like during the super staccato um drums they did they did this like unbelievably fast um like review of photos i mean you, you can imagine what that looks like like i said um, it was about two seconds per yeah but it, and but it had it probably had, a good like it was like 20 pictures photos <laughs> yeah it was it was a ton yeah um it would be interesting actually just to frame by frame it um to see the individual ones that they used mm-hmm. but i have not done that um it, it is an abbreviated version it's not you know they are not participating because they're busy you know being crucified basically on their on their logos um so it's really it is really just a short thing but i think it it, it was really effective 
I also mm-hmm. doubt. I think we. I don't think we're ever hearing that again. I, I think I that that belongs. So. I I want it to. I I wish it to. Please. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Hear my prayer on it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I refer back to the prior episode where we talked about this. We had the same opinions, and <laughs> they haven't changed. <laughs> I know. I know. I realize that. I realize that. I just. Like I said, I just think it's rather effective. And it would honestly, if they do a tour, it would be a great opener for, for tour stuff. I I really mm-hmm. think so. But as mm-hmm. as you said, agree to disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. Never say never. I, I think at this point. Well, with this group, they, yes. They, they turned a whole song that was just used as a background interlude to spout lore. They made that a whole song on an album. So mm-hmm. yeah, but this oh, is you're talking about f- Shine. Yeah. 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 But this is the first, essentially the first song on their first album. You know, I mean, you can't, it doesn't get much further back. <laughs> no, it might yeah, not release on remix, an album. Might, yeah, it might not release on an album. I mean, Metallica uses uh, the Ecstasy of Gold to start their shows, and that's not a Metallica song, period. So, no, it's not. You know, they, they, it's not unprecedented for a mm-hmm. musical act to do something, to come out to something that's either not their own or mm-hmm. have a hype track, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. And it would be very cool. It and is I mean, super heavy. That's I like kind of what. I mean, that's what a future metal essentially ended up being was like the hype track for this last year. So I don't know. Any, I can definitely see it. I can see it going both ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we talked, um, I think before when we were just sort of like watching fan cams and stuff, it wasn't super clear what was going on, but now we could, now we could really see it much better Mm -hmm. that, uh, they, they sort of rode, well, I don't know if they, I'm not sure if they actually rode the um the symbols, but they were they were sort of there. And uh then they did a, a really kind of cool laser surface. Um so there was there was smoke, but then a laser that may sort of set it up looking kind of like uh yeah. water. It was neat. it was red, wasn't it? Uh I think it was red. Don't remember. I have I actually have it playing in another window. I should <laughs> should go no. back and look. <laughs> yeah, it was red. Um and uh but and, and then the symbols kind of sank down and they and they and they sort of vanished um and I'm, i am kind of curious to know what happened so, like what I, in my mind what i think you know would have been funny at least is if the symbols sank down to the point where they could get off of them under under the surface of that laser <laughs> and then mm-hmm. sort of like cruise over to where they're supposed to be <laughs> under right. while they're sort of ducking down under the thing but i don't know if that's actually what they did but they they essentially did appear um you know it went dark dark with blue lights you know so so they could get to where they needed to be and so it it didn't have to be a magic teleport but um it, it looked very nice though speaking of looking very nice i do want to point out that i i think this is one of the nicest looking things they've released yeah i agree um Comparing the wow wow to this, there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not have watched the whole thing through, but I, I've referenced it. Um, much higher bit rate on the stream. Um, and I, I think, I, I mean, we're going to have to wait until we get the discs in hand. But this looks like the first thing they're going to release in actually 1080p and not 1080i, mm-hmm. which is a pretty significant visual improvement. Because mm. um, your ba- 1080i is basically the same as 720p. So, this, yeah, the stream was super high quality, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'm right, and I'm hoping that we're going to get discs that are actually 1080p for the first time, because the difference is huge when you're watching it back. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it is it is true. that The quality is really, really good, um, even on the stream. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the stream, so the stream ended up being, 
the 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 data size is around like five gigabytes or something. So it's I mean it was it was there was a lot of data that passed through. It's still mm-hmm. yeah the bitrate was very high. It's like the Blu-rays are usually like twenty five or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's it's a you know whatever that is twenty percent. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, it's it it visually looks very good. Um, they've definitely you know improved both on the production side and on the delivery mm-hmm. side. So, um, yeah, agreed. Staying in that world, um, I think this is one of their better edited pieces too. I yep. wholeheartedly agree on that one. It was so much more pleasing to the eye. It really, really was. It, with like, I think within the last few years, this is definitely the best that they've they've done as far as the editing is concerned. There wasn't yeah. as much like choppy, like back and forth. Um, a lot of it, I think a lot of it has to do because it was a centered stage and they didn't have to have a lot. There wasn't a lot of, I don't know, distance. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it properly, but I don't know. But yeah, no, it's, it was definitely a lot less choppy, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. So the cut, the cuts were longer. That would be Mm -hmm. the the editor way of, of saying that it wasn't, uh, as hyper. Mm hmm. Right, the, so that they held camera shots a little bit longer, generally yes. speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think the camera coverage was better. And I think to Maggie's point, a lot of that does have to do with the fact that it was a circular stage with no pit, and they could do a lot of cool stuff, like have more cameras mm-hmm. for more coverage. Um, one thing I think that also was influenced by that is I think this is one of the best lit performances they've ever done. Uh-huh. Um, well. They still were they were still able to do you know a lot of their cool color you know, make everything red, make everything blue, all that kind of stuff. Um, but even while they were doing that, they were able to keep really nice, really balanced white light on everybody performing, mm-hmm. which is not something I've seen them necessarily care about before. Mm-hmm. They, they, they definitely have a lot of um, sort of, I don't know how to describe them exactly, but sort of sweeping overhead, you know, shots. So they're, 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 they're dynamic. I mean, like it does, the camera mm-hmm. moves, but, um, but it doesn't cut to something else immediately. Right, oh. a lot of it's stationary. Yeah, well, like like they they remain in frame, but the but the like the drone flies around or whatever is it that is mm-hmm. that's happening. There wasn't a lot of representation of the Kami band, but they but they weren't Mm-mm. they weren't absent. I mean, they're sort of arranged around the outside, and they do show up and occasionally get shots of them doing things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one point uh, where you could see um, Hideki's um, uh, kit rotate towards the stage and back so he had like a movement thing going on with him which was kind of cool mm-hmm. and that's actually yeah, one and- advantage of having like so many you know they are releasing these things which we will talk about um but we will have many chances to see you know it's kind of the same thing performed but from different vantage points potentially yeah absolutely um momoko also got a lot of camera time yeah, yeah, that's that is. Uh, I mean, it's not as probably not as much as Ma, but um, but still significant. I mean, like there were there were plenty of times when it was just Momoko mm-hmm. on the screen, which you know yeah. is not allowed <laughs> if you were a photographer at a you know prior concert, right? Right. So read into that what you will. Yeah, um, but it was nice to see more of that. I, I think that also helped. It probably added to the edit being a little less jump jumpy, 
yeah. like mm-hmm. and being able to linger on shots long because you know maybe that directive is just gone. Well, I mean, she was the only, she's only she's been the only Avenger this whole entire chapter. So I mean, it's not like yeah. Well, I don't yeah I don't, I don't know that that matters. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the rule wasn't based on that. I don't think. Yeah, the, from where we're sitting, it's they don't exist. They're like commie band, right? Right. And th- well, that enough. hasn't changed. We haven't gotten the lore to change that precedent yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but visually, you can see that they aren't isolating that as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really nice. I think that it really helps balance the look of everything. Oh, for sure. You were able to see the choreography quite well i mean like uh, i'm not sure exactly what it was that makes it different but it could be partly that the you know there was no audience in the way for sure um and they're all in a relatively compressed space and the there's Mm -hmm. nothing blocking the cameras but you could really Mm -hmm. see i mean you could you could see the choreography well and it was quite precise i mean like Mm -hmm. it was really um it was pretty impressive impressively performed Mm -hmm. as well like even yeah, even these old songs that we know well, um, you know, th- there's a certain there's a certain sort of like um, uh, I don't know looseness that, that that they had when they were kids that they don't have now. Um, you know, it's it's much more. It's still it's it's effective and they're doing the same things in a sense, but but you can it seems more intentional. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Ten the, years of experience. Yeah. Right. The stage was great. Um, like the mm-hmm. uh, the the fact that th- we talked about this a little bit before too. You know when we first heard about this, but the 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 stage is a big video screen, um, and they used it very effectively. Mm, yes, very much so. Many times there was awesome stuff to in correlation with the with the uh, performances. It was really yeah. neat. Yeah, they did a really good job taking advantage of the space and. Mm-hmm. I think uh, invoking the feel of the original Budokan stage they used because it is very similar, but you can tell it's very modernized now and more ref- even a more refined version of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, all those years ago. Actually, I was just looking at it. I, I, I don't think there are guardrails. <laughs> no, <laughs> there were they're, they're like knee high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're very tiny. Yeah, they're there, but they're yeah, but they're like knee high. Right. So if you if you hit them, they don't keep you from falling. They just make you trip into right. the pit. Right. Perfect. <laughs> exactly what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to call out the audio quality. I think this was a it was mix also very, very well. Good. It was very, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, it um, sounded really nice. Great highs, great highs, not overpowering bass, good mids. Mm-hmm. Um the Ooh, guitar the mix was really good. <laughs> guitar mix was really good. Um vocal mix I thought was excellent. Um well it was very high in the mix as well. You yes. can hear her always. Yes. Um yeah. I, this is going this is going to be I, I think their best uh set of shows if all if the other 10 that they're releasing on blu-ray for this are done by the same people with at the same standard this is going to be the definitive collection to have i think yep yeah just and if you're looking for the best production from top to bottom mm-hmm. yep yeah uh let's see so um what else they, so they went uh, they went into IDZ um, mm-hmm. straight out of Bay Metal Death, uh, which which you know we knew that they were going to do, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, uh, that that also fit, they that fits together nicely. So they um, in the other shows, IDZ was actually way at the end, but um, they pulled it up because it, you know the transition between Bay Metal Death and IDZ worked very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe they did this on purpose or not, but this is a very. Nos- 
nostalgic. I mean, I know I know the whole entire thing is supposed to be like a nostalgia trip, but this one felt a little bit more like it was like that was the point of it, I guess. Uh, well, the whole series of concerts was to call out their 10 years of history. Right. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I realize that. No, no, I just the because the, like just in the order, just the order in which the songs were in and for this show. It was just a, a boom, kind of like a like a boom, 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 boom sort of thing. Like you got IDZ, you got Gimme Chocolate, then Doki Doki Morning, Good Job, No Rain, No Rainbow. It just it was kind of, and then towards the end, you had more of your more the more like what I would guess called Crowd bread anthems. and bread and yeah bread and butter sort of concert show like distortion. Your Papa Yaya, your Magetsune, Karate Head, well Headbanger, I guess has been kind of more of a recently added thing, but um. I don't know, like the very, very beginning of it felt like a whole big nostalgia trip to me. I was like, oh, hey, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I kind of got from it. Is it was just it was just really cool to kind of it's like, oh yeah, this is from when they were tiny tots. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's anything they could have put after Babe Metal. I'm guessing it's Babe Metal Death that did that. <laughs> but but potentially. So, yeah. So they followed in the name of in the other shows with distortion. Um, so, so there is a, I guess there is a kind of a distinction between the shows in that um, this one did lead off with the old stuff rather than leading off with the new stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the balance of this set list between classic content and Metal Galaxy stuff. Yeah, I thought this this set list in particular really resonated with me in that way. I think at the beginning of the Wawa IDZ. It was another sort of like retrospective still photos. I guess on the stream they didn't do the the intro video, right? Because they jumped straight in from Babe Metal Death, and so that we didn't get the you know the red guitar going up and that kind of thing, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah it went straight into IDZ. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you were to watch the Wow Wow stream, you do get the the sort of like standard intro video to IDZ mm-hmm. that had some nice sort of nostalgic stills. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but the, I guess those nostalgic stills are not the thing that gave you the nostalgic impression because it didn't happen in the show you watched. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was just the songs in and of themselves, just in the just in the order that they were. Was just it just I don't know, just kind of hit differently. I guess it was mm-hmm. very. Just it felt nostalgic. very familiar. Yeah, very comforting to kind of be where they were at. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I think we could talk about some of the performances here. I mean, it was pretty standard stuff. Um, yeah. Obviously, the two I want to talk about and call out are GJ and No Rain, No Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention um, something with the Doki Doki Morning, though. I yeah. really appreciated the fact because, you know, we had mentioned about the stage having, you know, the projection pictures on it. At the very beginning of the song, they use the old teleportation symbol from their uh, that they used at the beginning of the of the song. As the underside right. during the scream, and I thought that yep. was so cool. <laughs> I thought yeah, that they, was neat. Yeah, they really used the the stage effectively mm-hmm. as a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, between that, um, what we can talk about in No Rain, No Rainbow, um, they used all the legend logos during IDZ, uh, mm-hmm. popping in and out of that, um, and you know lots of other things mm-hmm. uh, that I'm definitely forgetting. Um, they did use that very effectively. Um, but I do mm-hmm. want to talk about these two thongs because I I think they're they're worth talking about, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so we we talked about them already a little bit when we knew they happened, and from the little bit we did see. Um, mm-hmm. But now that we've actually seen the real performances of them, what do you guys think? 
Oh, I huh. thought it was adorable. Like, I really liked... Well, I, I think the intro video for it, uh, GJ, was a really cute little explanation of, you know, why they were there, which was neat. Mm-hmm. And yes, give me give me more MOA. Give me, give me so we should, we should we should actually say what it said though. So, um, the what it said is long time ago at the Tenkaichi Metal Budokai, a metal cheer squad entertained and ramped up the energy in the crowd during intermission. The four guardian deities had hands made of steel, and we each positioned in the north, south, east, and west. A goddess existed who inspired those guardian deities and all who were present at this sacred site to clap their hands of steel. Can you hear it? And then you can you can sort of hear in the background like the, the GJ beat. Yeah, the beat is coming. Are you all ready to clap? Um, which I thought was kind of interesting too, because it did, it does cast this, it does cast it as a kind of a cheerleading uh, thing, which is what it sounds like. And and in fact, actually, you know, I think that's you know this is a this is a rhythm that you hear at sports shows. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the song kind of is as a cheer in and of itself, sort of. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, they, they, they set it up so that, uh, these, the four, the four participants, the, the baby bones kids or whatever they are, um, uh, were, you know, had a, had a kind of a lore role mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. inspired by Moa. Yeah. You know, like I said, last time when we talked about this, I thought this was a pretty genius way to do this old stuff and not have it be kind of weird mm-hmm. mm. and not have um, it be just a, a solo and not have it just be so, I mean, it's still just a solo, um, I think the a good contrast with this is how they effectively use the four, you know, baby bones kids. Uh, you can contrast that with how ineffective I think it was having what was it seven people on stage for the um, the Halloween show a couple of years ago. The dark what was it? Oh, dark, dark night, night carnival. Dark, Carni- yeah. dark mm-hmm. night carnival. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's an example of how not to use that effectively, and this is a great example of how they can use that effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it fits with the you know, the content of the song and what the songs are all about, all of the black baby metal songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I do need to say, this is, I think the definitive version of this song now for me, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, yes. we fans, but um, it's just, this is just a really special performance of it. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a theme I think throughout the whole show that I picked up on is just, you can tell they're all so happy to be there and doing this. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother level of energy and excitement and love for performing that mm-hmm. I just haven't seen from them in years yeah. since they were much younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Mo was even being like go- goofy in her own, in her very Moa way. Like, I can't hear you and you, you're not doing it loud enough. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was, just in case people, you know, are some, well, actually maybe I should, maybe we should say that, it's probably not a great idea to be listening to us talking to the talking about this if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but yeah. but in case you haven't seen it, uh, there there is a, like a call and response in the middle, uh, where where Moa, um, you know, is actually sort of like trying to encourage different parts of the audience to do things. You know, like like you would see in Tokyo Dome or whatever. You know, where they sort of like point to sections of the audience and say, "All right, well, you you know, you clap now." I mean, I'm sure everybody saw this, but it was so uh, it was it was it was really sort of like going back to the Moa that we knew from Sakura Gakuin. Um, yes. It was, it was totally her there again. It was not Moa Metal. It was, it was Moa Kikuchi. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's the best way I think you can describe it. Yeah. Her, the energy, the sass and the way she's just working the, the crowd sass, is, yes. is what you just haven't seen since SG, <laughs> I think from her, which is why this is, I think the definitive version of this song for me now, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. Mm hmm. 
It was good. It was really good. I was just like, I was having the, the like, oh my God, this is so cute. Like the yeah. whole entire time. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that was adorable. Oh my gosh. That was, oh, they're so yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. like I was doing that the whole entire performance of that. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah, this is, this is cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is a much watch. This makes the whole show for me. Mm-hmm. I I was surprised too. Like I, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, so no, I wasn't that was either. the other that was the other thing that was kind of nice about it was it 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 really I wasn't expecting to be surprised. <laughs> and, right. And and was absolutely. Um, there was. I was just going to say, you know, there was more attempts at sleuthing to identify the four oh, amused yeah. kids. Um, I still don't think there's anything conclusive out there, and you can't say anything for sure. Um. There's one yeah. pretty convincing screenshot of one of them that leads me to leave that uh, Neo from Sakura Gakuen was taking part of this. That's the only one that I would feel comfortable saying was probably there. Mm. <laughs> I think there were there were um, a few times when you could kind of see at least the faces of some of them. Um, yeah, there, there was well, a I couple mean, of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're going to need more data. So hopefully when we get OD uh, from earlier in the concert series, maybe we'll get get a better idea. Right, right. No Rain, No Rainbow. What a great song. We haven't heard this for a while, right? I mean, like Legend S was the last time or did it? Legend S, yeah. Um, Also a great version of this song. Um, But I think this is, I think for a lot of people, this song has some emotional baggage to it just because of when they played it last at Legend S. Mm-hmm. Um, with the departure of a member and the the death of a guitarist, you know, um, the song kind of hits differently now, um, and it's a cool moment. Um, I want to talk about too. You know, they they used a prop effectively here for the first time, mm-hmm. um, and they used the LED stage again really effectively here in the middle of this song to reveal the prop. So I guess yeah, what's going on here is you know start singing the song, we get to a break. The lights go down and there's a, I'm calling it a prop piano because I don't think it was a real piano, off to the side of the stage. And they use the LED stage to kind of light a pathway of light for her to walk from the center of the cake stage over to the piano to sit down and start miming playing it and singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, that was that was a pretty special moment. Which I do think that she did a very good job in miming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So who knows? She might have actually been playing. But there's, you know, video cuts and you can't see the hands. So you're not going to actually know. Well, and, and of course, there's a lot more piano than when she's sitting at it. So, you know, someone is playing the yeah. other piano. So the right. difference in this moment for me between this and the Legend M Shine guitar moment is we never see your fingers. You can even we can still have the debate on whether or not Mo was playing during Shine at Legend M. What you can't debate is that the strings were moving on the guitar, so she was actually interacting with an instrument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, we yeah. we don't have that level of detail on this edit of this song. Right. Right. I don't know. I <clears throat> I thought the use of the like I the I got the point of why they did it and it's cool, but it felt awkward to me. It well, really using did. The, using the, the piano? The piano mm-hmm. at all? Yeah, using the piano at all. I I felt it felt awkward to me. I guess maybe just because it, I don't feel like it was used long enough. Yeah. 
I can get that. Yeah, it was super short. I mean, like she was only there for like a f- sentence. It was yeah, it was a little shorter than I would have liked, and it just it just made it feel weird to me. I would have it would have felt low, it would I think it would have felt weirder though if she were there longer. Yeah, I kind of agree. Wait, what? <laughs> You're agreeing with me, Kevin? What, I am what's agreeing this? with you on this. Yeah. So because they did it well enough, I'm a little frustrated that they didn't go all out on it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So I, I, yeah. I'm going to des- okay. I'm going to I'm going to describe the piano, right? It mm-hmm. it's it looks like a piano. It looks like a baby grand, but it's mm-hmm. completely like spray painted gray and black and baby metalized. Mm-hmm. Like stone or something. Um to to the point where it looks like a prop to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and um, the reason why it looks like it was supposed to represent like a crumbling cityscape it was supposed to be like part of that whole thing. Cause there was a montage before no rain, no rainbow that shows uh, a lot of like crumbling buildings, like a, a skyscape city, sort of like something you would see in the distortion video. Um, and it was all the gray and steel look color yeah. scheme. And it was supposed to match that. So I totally got the reason why it looked like that. Cause there was a, there. Yeah. yeah no, I get the reason. The, the reason isn't my problem. My problem is that, it looks like a wooden prop. Oh, it, it looked like a toy. Okay. It doesn't feel like a piano. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Now, Fair had, enough. had they raised, you know, a black baby grand Yamaha logo visible piano and gave me a nice camera shot of her pushing the keys, I'm mm-hmm. way more sold on the whole idea of her walking over there doing that. Yeah. Fair enough. Except yeah. I, I, would, mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think they did exactly like the right level of pretending here like i think if they tried to sell it as as realistic that she was playing the piano i would have liked that less i mean this is this is clearly you know it's it's a it's a prop she's doing it for a visual effect but she's not yeah. she's not pretending to play it and um and it, she didn't stay there very long and the piano goes throughout the song <laughs> yeah um, no and i still love the moment i think it's really cool and i'm really glad they did it um mm-hmm. so i guess i'll do i'll disagree with you on that point maggie okay um, fair enough and it's, I mean, like, and it's all extra pan, you know, references. Yeah. Like they, they're talking about. Well, that's true. I guess. It's been a while since the endless rain of dystopia was how the, how the video intro started. You know, uh, endless yeah. rain is like. Okay. The, the endless rain was the, okay. Right. That thing was in January, wasn't it? It was for New Year's, wasn't it? That was the yeah. New Year's thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So this was oh. before the 10 years. Okay. So, okay. That might've been a reference. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, but but just mentioning endless rain, you know, those two words together, and it's and it's uh, extra pan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and the piano goes with them, I think. Mm-hmm. It does. So. so, I mean, it's cool. I really enjoyed the moment. Um, I thought the cut to hard silence when she um is done playing piano walks back to the stage they just cut the hard black they project a logo on the top of the piano and stay there and it's dead silent for 15 seconds or something like that mm-hmm. um, before the song comes back i thought that was really powerful i thought that was really neat mm-hmm. um and something they'd never done before yeah which made it really interesting you know i think that goes back to paul's point about enjoying being surprised because mm-hmm. they they did a couple things tonight that they hadn't really done before which i thought was really refreshing it is going to be interesting to listen to that uh, on, like, if you just put in the CD. <laughs> yeah. Um, it might be slightly long. As it might a pause. Be well, maybe, you know, I wonder if they'll edit it slightly differently. I wonder if they'll cut that sounds out on the track or shorten it. 
I saw a conspiracy theory on Reddit that like the 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 number of seconds of silence was supposed to correspond to the number of months in which they didn't weren't able to play or something like that. Yeah, that's some tinfoil hat stuff there. I think <laughs> <laughs> sounds but, sweet, but <laughs> it's kind of funny at least. Yeah, no, it was it was a both of those. I was not, you know, I mean that we were we knew that these were played at these shows, but uh, yeah. Um, it's a totally different thing getting a show reported. The, the experience is pretty incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the show for me, I think, was just kind of went on as expected. Yeah, we knew the mm-hmm. set list, and it was baby metal being baby metal and being excellent, mm-hmm. utilizing yeah. the stage. Yeah, I was, the one thing about distortion, it it bothers me. Uh, I I understand that they did what they did or whatever on purpose, but it is you might as well be watching this on a monochrome screen it is mm, just yeah. red it is red yeah, it's red, just red, red the whole time yeah <laughs> that's the only time the lighting was not excellent <laughs> and and you know of course red just by its physical properties makes it difficult to pick out detail yes. so yes mm-hmm. um but i mean it look cool in person and that's what these mm-hmm. are for right yeah yeah essentially <laughs> um yeah i don't know if it, it's true though i'm not sure I, I don't think i had many other things to specifically call out about the other songs um, well, <laughs> um karate everybody jump was back it's the first time they've done that in mm-hmm. a couple of years i think right mm-hmm. i was and pretty the impressed chorus. with the smoke effect um on this on the stage as well too like it, there wasn't actual mm-hmm. smoke but they had smoke projected on this on the stage it was pretty mm-hmm. interesting yeah. during the, the only thing that i could probably pick out which kind of made me laugh a little bit and i'm not really sure what had happened but during papa ya like at the very beginning I, I I don't know what Sue was doing. <laughs> she was getting into the song, which is great. But she was singing the beginning like way differently than she normally does. Like it was like a lower. I, I like I said, I don't know musical like terminologies and stuff, but she was singing in a lower tone. And like the way that she sang some of the words was like, girlfriend, what are you doing? <laughs> I, huh, I didn't just, pick up on that. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. I picked it up right away. I was just like, it just, it was almost, it, it wasn't off key, but it was, it was just awkward. <laughs> it's the only way that I could say it, but it was awkward in a funny way because you could tell just by her face and the way that she was performing throughout that whole entire song, like she was getting into it, like, like kind of head bopping and, and stuff. So I, I just think it was because she was in the moment of that song. And I think it kind of, I don't want to say messed her up, but it, it, <laughs> it made her do different things than she's used to <laughs> but well, like i said i kind excited. of found it amusing i think so i i, I think so well plus yeah. papa yeah it's just like yeah i don't know that's just a the theme throughout the whole show they were just on a whole nother level they were at yeah. 11 the whole time oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. like i said at a level i haven't really seen since they were way younger mm-hmm. yeah another joke i was gonna make was that you know she was super excited because this is the last time she's ever gonna need to sing this song <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I think that there's another one that I think we'll probably see a lot of, like like the Metgitsune of of Metal Galaxy. I think is Papa. Yeah, we'll see that yeah, a lot yeah. more. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of the crowd interactive. But if they, but you know, if the, if the people who worry about them disbanding were right, then that uh, was it. Like right. 10, oh, Papaya, it's oh done. I see. I see. <laughs> Well, then she'd be extra excited after not having to do Megatsune anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> like, enough. 
Another thing I was going to mention about the the karate um, uh, screen on the floor that was kind of cool was that they they actually it was sort of confusing looking, but they they played video <laughs> of of like other performances oh, right. of karate on, yeah. <laughs> on the floor. So Yui did show up, you know, here and there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the floor. Sure, which is pretty weird. Um, <laughs> um, and I think yeah, just another wherever they had the opportunity to talk to the crowd and you know interact on a level outside of performing, they took it mm-hmm. um, more so than they have in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Which I think was also part of the reason we're feeling like this was a special performance and maybe nostalgic, mm-hmm. as it feels more in line with what they're seeing. And maybe you know maybe this just has to do with. They finally hit that point where they feel like they've fully recovered from the dark period, you know, and transitioning mm-hmm. Yui out and bringing in the Avengers, you know, and they, they finally hit their stride mm-hmm. in a way that they had been trying to build to since. And right. we know has been kind of a struggle for them from all the interviews we've read and things like that. So mm-hmm. it does feel like a corner has been turned um, similar to the corner they turned when they kind of sprung back into life at a Yokohama a couple of years ago. Right. Right before Legend M, before Metal Galaxy came out. Mm-hmm. I was going to say there was one thing actually I kind of remembered um, during Megitsune, uh I can't remember what the terminology is but when like Moa does her silly face thing to Sue they were starting to do one and the camera turned off from from it and it made me sad because <laughs> you could tell <laughs> that they would, did do something but it wasn't in the edit and it means it was just like what did they do you could see them laughing and like you could see moa was starting to do something and then the camera cut off and did like a distant shot i was like oh yeah, yeah. it's like but of they, course they, they, they would they, they intentionally never never put that hango yeah mm-hmm. oh um, i know i know <laughs> um the, the i think they they slipped once and i forgot whether it was legend metal galaxy or the forum or something but they moved away like so the camera did not show this except that you could still see the big screen behind <laughs> so right. like the Aww. big screen showed it and it made it onto the on the video uh um, legend metal galaxy i think you could see do a uh, see moa do an air kiss like super quick mm-hmm. i think it was legend metal galaxy i'm pretty sure yeah i, I mean I, I remember looking for a similar kind of like you know ear attack uh in gimme chocolate and they also <laughs> yeah. they also cut away from that too so yeah i don't think she actually right. did one though it didn't look like it mm-hmm but yeah, we go through. She sings the Japanese version of the one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that at Legend Metal Galaxy too. That was nice, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then I think the the other big thing to talk about is the uh, end of Road of Resistance. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, we talked about this before, um, but we actually got to see it now. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you didn't catch the earlier episodes where we talked about this or know what was going on, they had um, 10 gongs surrounding this, or well, quote, air quotes, gongs surrounding mm-hmm. the stage painted with each of the logos for each of the uh, episodes of Metal Resistance. And they ran around. Do you not, do you not think they were gongs? <laughs> no. <laughs> Their really? gong budget would have had to be like a million dollars to have 10 gongs that size. Hmm. And you can't paint a gong. It ruins the sound. Uh, I see. So they would have to buy <laughs> buy disposable gongs. Yeah. Essentially. And a gong that size would be hugely expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, uh, a real they gong. Like gongs. I mean, I guess they were, they were heavy enough. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you can make something that simulates the weight out of a cheap aluminum yep. or wood <laughs> and it'll still swing yeah. when you hit them yeah essentially it would be kind of funny if it had, if it had been like a big gong pillow though <laughs> just didn't, didn't just act anything physically like hit. yeah <laughs> that would be pretty funny um but yeah anyways they ran around and rang each gong to big fanfare and 
counting on fingers and whatnot mm-hmm. ending uh ending at the end with the stairway to metal resist or sweat stairway to living legend mm-hmm. yeah yeah there was there was i think this uh when was this video intro I guess this is before Road of Resistance. They they did the whole like lore thing, but they kept referring to having to ring the ten count gong to mark the end of the battle. Right, um, and so that's what they were finally doing. You know, the, the um, you know they, they're running around and and marking the end of the metal resistance. Right, and this is a great version of the song. It follows the same theme of everybody is just so happy, bubbly, and energetic that mm-hmm. it, you're not gonna be able to contain your smile as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I did notice while they were ringing the gongs that made me chuckle. One of the ending pyrotechnic yeah. boxes went it off was, early. It was the one for uh, Zeus. So legend it was S. like six or yeah. seven. Oh, it was the Legend S one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the You know, at the end, they have the, the big explosion pop to signify the end of the show. Uh, one of the boxes that does that went off early right in front of Moe. And she kind of looked down at it and was like, oh, what was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was and, and Sue did the same <laughs> thing, <her>. too. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. It was a pretty good expression. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very good. That was amusing. Well, I had to rewind it a few times because, like, I saw the thing go off, and then I'm like, well, was that what the reaction was towards? And then I rewound it a few more times. It's like, oh, yeah, that was definitely it. That was not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, although it didn't, it didn't seem, it seemed sort of, it seemed a little bit like uh, something they expected to happen didn't. It didn't seem like they were scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Just I don't think they were maybe. scared. I don't. I don't think that was because I think it's because they were shooting. Fi- the pyro was going off. The like ten foot flame. Yeah, was going off when they were hitting these, and this was very clearly the explosion pop that they do at the end of the show. Oh, <laughs> so I, I think this thing was. I think it went off early. Uh-huh, like it was wired incorrectly. So when they hit the pyro thing, it was wired into that system. So I they see. got all the fire plus one of these little boxes. Nice. <laughs> That's what I think happened. I think I think they do have a long experience with just uh, rolling with whatever happens, <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So it wasn't. I remember, you know, when we talked about it before, thinking that it might have gone on a little long, having them run around hitting all these gongs. But it in actually watching it, it was fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, it wasn't too drawn out. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, basically, it ended. The, the the end of the stream was the end of the shows, right? It was the end of the last mm-hmm. one. And so there, yes. was, there was a final lore thing that we got that none of the prior shows had gotten. Mm-hmm. And so what it said was, Metal Resistance finally comes to a close after a 10-year battle. The 10-count gong marking the end of the battle will eventually turn into a signal of departure. The three metal spirits that have been shining since 2010, even if they were to leave Earth, would continue to shine forever in our hearts and across the metal galaxy. And of course, everybody, everybody's sort of like, I mean, you know what kind of, you know what they're trying to evoke from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, everybody, commence gnashing of teeth. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. A legend turns into a myth, which turns into a living legend. What lies ahead beyond the end of the stairway to becoming a living legend is something only the fox god knows. And then, and, the, and all of this was actually sort of portrayed in, in the, almost like a 1940s video or a 1940s movie <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, there, there's a little bit of color in the middle, but, uh, but it, mm-hmm. you know, it ends with something that I don't recognize, but I assume is essentially like the Japanese equivalent to Finn, <laughs> you know, at the end of a French art movie. Mm-hmm. I think it said like, thank you, 10, 10 years or something. It said, yeah, it said, uh, thank you, 10 years, mental resistance. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think they're planning on doing this, but if they had planned on ending, that's how they would do it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, so anyway, but it was it was a very good stream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. That you can buy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Had Almost a lot of energy afterwards. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot yeah. of uh, energy to add to cart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So almost immediately after um, the stream ended, or, or maybe as the stream was ending, uh, we got the announcement of uh, Edition 10. We finally have Edition 10 of the 10 by yep. Metal Years collection. Which we kind we, of already that, had guessed what it was going to be, so. Right. But maybe it had not been to a this extent, mark. but. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we, we knew it would be Budokan related. Oh yeah, definitely. But, and that, to be honest, it really did. Uh, in in most aspects, matches pretty much what I was suspecting it was going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple more additions than I was expecting, but yeah, uh, that yes. that's what. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's a lot of stuff. Mm. I didn't get any of it though. <laughs> Although I'm like. I guess we should probably talk about what it, they actually are first. Yes. But, uh, yep. I, I'll, I'll, I can go ahead and start us off then. Um, so there is a standard version, which is nice. It is the basically they're kind of splitting this up between different episodes, different different Doomsday episodes. Um, so the uh, standard DVD Blu-ray version is just going to be episode nine and ten. Um, that set of shows. So potentially the like the stream. Uh, the live stream. Right. Um, right. So they'll have the Blu-ray and the DVD for sale. Um, there is a first press limited edition version that will have both um, first and second episodes and then nine and 10 episodes in a LP size jacket, kind of like what they did with the special editions for the sun and moon of uh, metal galaxy. They'll have that. Mm-hmm. Or, or Tokyo Dome. Or to- did they do that for Tokyo Dome too? Yeah, the, the first press limited edition of Tokyo Dome looks like this as well. It was a sort of oh, like okay. 12-inch vinyl that. looking jacket um, with two discs in it. That was before, well, kind of semi-before my my mm-hmm. time, I guess. Um, and they are actually doing a live album, which is cool. Um, and it is actually going to be available internationally, which is awesome. So it'll be on sale international. I think they said it was going to be available in the U.S. and the U.K. stores. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, there is a regular two CD live album and then there's a two LP limited edition version and they're relatively priced, which is nice. Um, which is cool. Um, comes out in October, November seems like for the live albums. We should, we should say though, that that is later than the regular release date. So the regular release date is September 29th. The, the Mm -hmm. live, um, stuff is, well, so the live stuff in the U S and UK stores is coming out in October and November. I think, Mm -hmm. I think the live album itself is coming out in Japan on September 29th, like everything else. It is. I gotcha. Oh, okay. 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 So it's just the international ones that are later. I gotcha. Right. Yeah. I don't think these will sell out. They're all pre-order. I doubt there's a limit and none of, usually when there's a limit, it says, so right um so you could should be able to buy these until the end of time right yeah there, well, there might be some limit but it's it's so yeah. high that it hasn't sold out already which means i'm gonna guess you can buy this for a long time the Fair vinyl enough. might disappear but the, vinyl um, the disappear. cds will never but yeah. the fact that nothing has and it's been a few days already leads me to believe that the quantities are huge or mm. there is no limit okay. the international ones haven't gone on sale yet though they don't they no, go on sale no. tomorrow uh-uh yeah tomorrow um, so yeah, so there's a live CD 
But yeah, mm. I might consider getting that. That might be the only thing I do out of this. But the really big things, the, the ones that kind of people were expecting, although there was something that I wasn't expecting, um, which is the one edition, of course, which is always extensively expensive. Um, but there's two the one editions. There is the limited edition um, and then the complete edition. The limited edition, I believe, is... Um, I believe it's also the the nine and nine and ten one and two set. It's not nine and ten. It's five, five six, seven, eight. Yeah, oh, you do okay. not get nine and ten. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it comes with forty four CD audio CDs, so two for each show, and then a sixty four page photo book. Um, and that is, it looks like it's like roughly USD two hundred and eighty, like four dollars or something like that. But the one complete edition will have five Blu-rays, um, 10 CDs, so two for each show, and then a 104-page photo book, which I'm guessing is basically one and two, three and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. So basically the whole entire series. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the edition. We, it's what we expected was going to be released at some point. Exactly. Um, yeah. This I think is- Paul, Paul nailed it. Um, I think exactly for the first time ever, the <laughs> prediction was correct. Woo! Um, anyways, this is the expensive chonker. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the expensive one. Six hundred and sixty. <laughs> right, uh, sixty-six thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So, just to clarify this, they all of the shows were paired. Uh, you know, if you if you hadn't been following along, one and two were the same, three and four were the same, as far as the set list goes. And so, like when we saw the wow wow one and two uh we saw a night two of that pair and when we saw the stream nine and ten we saw a night ten of that pair and i think you know even though they're split up like this way i think we are always going to get just one of those two nights yeah right yeah um so when you get the live thing that says it is nine and ten it is really it's probably really just ten most likely ten yeah because they usually usually the co- the whole entire like their scheduling thing is they typically do the actual recording like what they put on disc typically unless it's like a special two night or like legend metal galaxy they usually do the second night typically mm-hmm. i think in some cases they actually didn't even have the cameras in the first night um mm-hmm. but if i were i've never many. seen a show sorry i've never seen a show where they didn't record it every yeah. night yeah mm-hmm. i i well see i i thought that i had heard that they they weren't there on one and they were there on two, but um, at any rate, the, I would never have done that. So <laughs> I would record it one just a, in it, case. Yeah, it doesn't make a it doesn't make sense to not record one. Yeah, right. I agree. But they are right though. Ninety eight percent of the time, most of the footage comes from the second night's recording. Yeah. When yep. when the shows are the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the thing that I think is uh, um, this surprised me a little bit. Um, I was so the one complete edition is is you know it's eye watering, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah because <laughs> because they do but they have all of the shows you know all all five set lists and audio CDs for all of them in the photo book. That's what I was kind of expecting, and mm-hmm. sixty six thousand was kind of what I was expecting ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that they have the the scaled down one. Um, is kind of a nice bonus. You know, I, I kind of think yes. of it that way. Yes. Like I was not expecting them to have one that was a little bit more reachable that way. Mm-hmm. They did make it accessible yeah. in, a, in, in a surprising way. Yes. Um, I mean, your people are still going to complain that you can't just buy 
if your favorites were knights three and four, you can't just buy that. Right. You know, and that's a, that's a fair criticism too, but they want to trick you into buying and making all the money they can. <laughs> right. So from, from a business sense, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I think they did tactically choose the correct show sets to, uh, to offer separately. Mm-hmm. Nine, was it, it's nine and 10 and uh, three and four. Is that right? Uh, what are we doing? No, one, separately? one and two and nine and 10. One no. and two and nine and 10. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, wait, hold on. So I, Oh yeah, I, I see what you mean. Okay, for the yeah, <laughs> for the the, the 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 smallest version of what you can buy. Right, the very smallest one is nine and ten. The second smallest has one and two as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I... So and what that so what those allow that pairing one and two and nine and ten gives you um, both in the name of and Bay Metal Death Shin. Right. Yes. It mm-hmm. gives you homage yeah. and I and GJ uh, yes. Starlight yep. and No Rain No Rainbow. So. That's that's pretty good, actually. You know, yeah. like as a distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the things you do not get are um, syncopation from Dusk Till Dawn, Onodari Dai Saxon, Akatsuki, BMC, and Brand New Day. Those are the ones that right. are on the, the on the middle ones. So mm-hmm. uh, from Dusk Till Dawn, that one that one you just cannot get, <laughs> um, except because it wasn't on Wawa, and that Wawa Wawa was mm-hmm. the only one that represented three and four, I think. So. Um, mm-hmm. That one you can only get by getting the, the complete big, edition. the one, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ouch. <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, these are great. I mean, like the, what we, the, what we saw of nine and 10, we were just raving about that for, for 15 minutes about like how great yeah. the, the audio and the video and the editing is. Yes. Yeah. I was, we were talking offline. I didn't watch it live. I, 5 a.m. on the West coast is just uh-huh. awful. Like yeah, it's, it's too late to want to hear. It's too late to want to just stay up and it's too early to want to set an alarm on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just bit the bullet and watched it, watched the VOD uh, later that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we were talking before I'd watched it, you know, thinking, oh, my God, 66,000 yen. Like, seriously, guys, mm-hmm. there's no way. Um, and I had bought it before the show had finished, before I was done watching it. <laughs> I'd already bought the complete edition just yeah. because it is that good. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 a whole new level of video release that we haven't seen from them before mm-hmm. for all the reasons we talked about for the last hour. It's yeah. definitely worth the money if you have the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the pre-order, let's see, you can pre-order it for a month basically. So uh, the complete edition closes uh, July 27th. Uh, the end of end of July 27th in Japan yeah. is the last time you can get the pre-order, the complete edition. Uh, basically right. once that, at that point, then they may have a couple extras, but it'll sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the limited ed- edition, you have a couple extra days till the 29th. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, some discussion in the chat about From Dust Till Dawn um, about the fact that we do have another Wow Wow stream coming. But I think we I think we can guarantee that it will not be on that because uh, the, the last Wow Wow stream is going to be uh, nights, I think. Um, actually, I think it's seven to ten. Right. But uh, it's at least it, from Dust Till Dawn was in three to four. So um, it's already we're already past that point in WoW's coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. There are a couple of order bonuses, uh, too. If you like if you get the, the low scale ones, like not the one things from certain stores, there are stickers and there's a phone stand from 7Net. And there's uh, if you buy it from Osmart, there's a clear file. Um, there's a tote bag from Amazon, which is like, I, I almost 
like uh, of any of these things that seems like the most interesting mm-hmm. but um you can get a mouse pad if you can you know if you can find a mouse to use <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah uh, this is japan right they'll be watching their 480p dvds i wouldn't mind having a baby metal mouse pad that'd be cool yeah I mean, considering that would, oh man, now I've got to consider, do I, <laughs> but that's from Toys, um, or, um. Toy Story, that's yeah, the Toys Factory outlet. Yeah, Toys Factory, and that's, I guess, would that, so is that, like, available online then to purchase, or is that like an in-store mm-hmm. sort of thing? No, you, you can do it online. I think that one is a little harder to do, like, you have to interact more with a Japanese site to do that one. Oh, um, okay. Yes, you do. Because I would but. totally love to have the mouse pad, because if, for those who might be aware of me i'm very uh gamer-esque <laughs> and i have a big big computer tower and it's baby metal themed and it's red and black actually it's named i named my computer tower moa and the mouse pad would be a fantastic uh addition to my my setup my 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 rig as yeah. they would call it um so now i gotta figure out if i oh no <laughs> do i want to do this or not yeah, it's it is um it's a tough call because to do that rather than the U.S. store, if the if the U.S. store right. was your alternative, that's a lot of shipping yeah, for a mouse pad that you a- could probably just print yourself. I know it's true. <laughs> I could. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm weird about that sort of thing, like having the official versus like printing out something. I don't know. I'm I'm really strange about that. Well, that's really strange. I'm sure there's other people that are like that too, but that's yeah. just kind of my thought process on that i guess i agree i would probably not have a mouse pad if i couldn't have the official one <laughs> but yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i have my world of warcraft one it'll work i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's so there's one thing that's actually really uh, you know it's it's a uh, almost comical um it's as comical as it was last time they did this but uh if you so if you buy the standard or first press blu-ray or dvd and then also buy the cd you know so if you buy the live the live audio, uh, as well as the sort of low tier video, then you can mm-hmm. enter a lottery for one of a hundred baby metal original cushions. <laughs> so, yeah, but they did, they did this before too. It was a cushion before, yeah. as well, but they were decently sized, I think. And it was decent quality from last time I saw. Mm-hmm. So, but then there are only a hundred. Yeah. But I think the last time they were also limited to a hundred as well. I think. Yes. yes yeah. That is true. I don't know if they're the same. I mean, like, so I don't know if this now means they were limited to 200 or whether, um, I, I think, I think the design is different. I think this is going to be probably a, be a 10 metal baby, baby metal years. Most likely. Yeah. It'll probably be the golden, golden black motif. Yeah. But only the Fox God knows of that one. Uh, another discussion that's happening in the, uh, in the chat is about the CDs. I guess maybe there is some ambiguity about that. I, my interpretation had been that the CDs have the same thing that the videos have, which yeah, means one of each pair of night. But it yeah, sounds like so. Well, typically for for a show, a single show, there was always two audio CDs split up. Um, right. Usually for the the first CD would be for the first half of the show, and the second CD would be this for the second half. So if there was five shows that are being broadcast, you know, divided by two, you know, or times two, I should say, that's ten audio CDs. So right. it's two for each show. Yeah, and so that's well, that's what I was assuming. But um, it, so Kevin, maybe you're more in tune with what's happening in the chat. Yeah, so the discussion that's going on in chat is why are there ten CDs? Oh, okay. So um, we just I've, explained it. Yeah. Yes. Essentially. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but the question is, why is it 10 CDs and why didn't they do it like the DVDs? Uh, my answer to that question is they, they may be the same set list, but they're different performances. There's going to be different nuances. It's going to sound differently mm-hmm. um, each night. You know, they're they're good, um, but they're not so good that they are robots. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be exactly the same each night. So you oh, might yeah. prefer you might prefer the way Sue saying make it's an a one night versus the other night, mm-hmm. even though it's the same set list. That's okay. why you include it. OK, OK. Um, it, that's my that's my interpretation of it. Um, the other way it could go is um, half the tracks are on one disc. Half the tracks are on the other disc and they're huge. Well, OK, yeah. so what how did Legend of Us work? Um, I, it was also two audio CDs. Right. It was, exactly. two, yeah, it was two audio CDs. But so but, so my question is, is Gimme Chocolate on there twice? Like, do we have two Legend of Us Gimme Chocolates, one out of sync and one in sync? I bet we don't. Because that the first night, know. the first night there was an error, and she was out of sync. Um, mm-hmm. But I, but I bet that is not represented on any of the audio CDs. I, I'm pretty sure that it was that it's just they just put like half the half, half the songs on one. Here, let's see. Open iTunes. What does iTunes say? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think basically the question the question boils down to, if I understand it correctly, are there six songs on one CD or thirteen? That's, yes, that's essentially the question. That is the question. Yeah. To um, me, it makes sense to have thirteen, one for each night. That's how I would want it. Legend M was two discs, uh, seven tracks on one, eight tracks on the other. That's. Uh, I think that probably is definitive. Uh, Yokohama is the same way. Yeah. So so we're we're looking at something like six or seven tracks per, yeah. per yeah. disc mm-hmm. and not the twenty-six tracks total. Right. Uh Tokyo Dome was four. Uh two for each night. Mm. Okay. That's probably pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is it uh so it's we've wandered off into the woods here. Mm-hmm. Um is there is there anything else that we wanted to say, particularly about the the stuff that's being released? I think um, no, not we were... really. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it was what we expected, and plus more actually. Um, definitely wasn't expecting it to be released worldwide for the album itself, which is pretty cool. Um, like you said, we were kind of expecting the one complete edition, but the limited edition is a nice mm-hmm. quote edition. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. It's cool, but I guess there is maybe not necessarily about the additions themselves, but um, if for those who have been playing the 10 Baby Metal Years game, um, who's been following the whole entire like update of information uh, on the official website, there is still one more box that has a question mark in it. Yeah, we we got edition 10 of the album, but we still had 10 things and Mm -hmm. we don't have the 10th one yet. This filled in the ninth one. Yep, this is number nine. So yeah, there's there's something else going on. The other things were um, like the tournament and the Katakawa volume and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, so like, like and the release just, of the Budokan yeah. and the Rockman Con, yep, uh, live stream and I can't remember what the other one was, but um, oh, and then the actual live stream for this sh- for the the world premiere essentially. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but no, we still have one more, one more ten baby metal year thing to go. So, 
yeah. I, th- I, I uh, yeah. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what that would be. <laughs> well, and there's a, there's a fair amount of time left too. So so the um, mm-hmm. I think we're basically considering the when when does the tenth year start? I mean, like I guess it was October, right? Yeah, October. It was October tenth. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, of course, of course. That was supposed to be ten ten day, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have basically up until then before it takes over to the eleventh year, and so that's probably you know, it's there's still some time to have something happen. And actually, mm-hmm. this uh, you know we were just talking about that before, but the this all these things that we're talking about buying, um, you know, their re- release date is September 29th. You know, I mean, like that's uh, that's still quite a ways away before we're going to see yeah. any of these that's things. a few months yeah oh the um and the vinyls the are vinyls. You know, gonna come out the vinyls you know, was one of them yeah i think that's some right. of them were even coming in october right yes mm, mm-hmm. yeah i believe yeah because they were being some of them were being split up by release times and i think i think the last one was at the end of september I think like October 29th. Okay. Oh, it's, it is October. Okay. Yeah, I thought it's, it was September. it's out there. I've, okay. I've completely pushed them to the back of my mind, knowing I'm not going to get them for months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my big box festival. That's all that matters. I am prepared and I'm ready for it to be hanging on my wall <laughs> and for me to yeah. be listening to it. <laughs> oh, we got that. Did we? I think we haven't recorded yet since we got our metal metals hammer, right? Or have we? We have not. But, I don't um, think so. No. But so, you, do you like your poster? Yes, I have it framed and I'm super excited. I'm going to hang it up here soon. Um, I have one of those um, floating frames where it's the glass and you put it on the glass and then it like it looks like it's floating inside the frame. So I've got that and I'm just I'm I'm really excited because <laughs> I've been waiting for for an art like piece poster or something like this for a really long time. And the one and, and what's nice is it's the one for the shirt that I did not get. So I, uh, so I, I'm really excited about that. Cause I really liked it. It's the, um, it's the throne, I believe is the t-shirt set that it was called. Um, it was the last set of t-shirts that was released with the Budokan shows. Um, they did it as a, as the print, as the 300 print, but the, the only kind of disappointing thing, uh, the one thing that's disappointing, but I'm not going to make like a super dude deal of it, but it's a little disappointing that they did not actually number the prints this time. Yeah. I noticed so that. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what number I had, but at least it's one of the 300. So that's, that's cool to know, but it would have been kind of nice to, you know, have it notated, I guess. Um, I don't know what may have caused the issue on that regard, but I know that there was a lot of issue with um, people like it being overordered and a lot of people had theirs canceled, which I was very sad because I was like, that was the specific reason why I bought this is because I wanted that print. (laughs) So, but, um, but yeah, so no, I have it and it's in frame and it's ready to hang up. I just need to figure out how I'm going to hang it up with my other stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. I think the the metal the the previous metal hammer one um was numbered. Like I I'm pretty sure that there yeah, were numbers it was. on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was numbered. I think it was limited to like wasn't it like 666? It was like a weird number or 444. It was some odd no- You know what? I think it was 666. Because I, I remember somebody it, yeah. posting it, be like, "Hey, I got this one. It was the 666 one or something." I could be wrong. 
Uh, it's been a long time, so bear with me. I remember the forum, the posters at the forum were numbered. and, and Yes, yet, those were too. I, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I think that actually multiple people have the same number. <laughs> well, there was think- two, there was two separate distributions of it, I think. Like, I think I have like 160 something number, 160 something. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look again because I'm curious now. <laughs> and unfortunately, I have something covering it right at the moment, so I can't really see it. But mm-hmm. in the in too. the chat, Dragon Fury uh, points out that there were two series one one that ended with 250 and one that ended in 375. And that that's right. Actually, now mm-hmm. that I think about it, it did have both the number and the number out of you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, on it yeah it did but i have to look at mine i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh good yeah so the poster the poster though it was uh not as i had feared uh newsprint but it was actually you know like sort of cardstock yeah it was it's a a nice quality it's yeah it it was cardstock it's it's really nice so i guess we should probably uh wrap it up since time has has uh gotten away from us again but yeah it's been an exciting you know couple days Yes, it has. It's actually been quite nice. It's it's nice to be able to feel a little bit of weight lifted off for some odd reason. But, you know, a lot of us are chipper. <laughs> Rejuvenating power of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now we can just sort of like put, you know, in the back of our minds, the thoughts of all those yen flying away <laughs> until, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> it, it'll become a new like Christmas surprise in, in mm-hmm. uh, October when these arrive or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Well, thanks everybody for joining in. Um, you know, happy end of uh, metal resistance, <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> the end of the See free in- world. I don't know. <laughs> See you at the top of the staircase. That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. That's uh, so. That's it for this episode. Uh, you can join us on the Vape Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it. So please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks. We hope you'll join us then. And until then. See you.